go Made a promise to my mother It's okay cause I'm gon' die for this I put my mind to this Watch all these people, how they treat you Got no time for it I fear no evil, got my demons I'm just fine with them And all these people think they know me It don't matter to me Cause I'm gon' die for this I put my mind to this Watch all these people, how they treat you Got no time for it All right, everybody, welcome to the Three Point Stance Podcast. I am one of your hosts, the GOAT, Caleb, and I'm here with my boy, D. Gray. How you doing, brother? Man, excited, man. Excited to get back with another episode, as always, man. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. You know, this is the podcast where we control the narrative, you know, and we got some big Steelers news today. Or, uh, yeah. excuse, excuse me, this will, be record, this, will be rec- this will be put out on Thursday, tomorrow. So, technically, this was yesterday whenever you guys see this. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that, that's exactly what he's going to say. So, so, <laughs> so, so what, you, what are you thinking about this uh, signing of Marcus Golden? Huh. I mean, I, th- I mean – Marcus Golden is a great player. We all know that over the years. He's been a great player. He's a veteran guy, man. And I seen like the Steelers are continuing to bring in veteran guys, man, to try to build that 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 culture again, man, and get Steelers back to that playing back to the Steeler way. And um and by bringing in like guys like him, man, it's gonna help guys that's younger guys, man, come along a little faster and things like that, man. And just to help create the dynamic of a Super Bowl team again. I mean, they just need that hard nosed, tough football. Marcus Golden plays hard, hard, man. He plays hard, man. From when he used to be with the Giants, Arizona, man, he's always been a disruptive player. So I think, in my opinion, man, it was a great signing. You know what I'm saying, I don't know how what his role would be. I don't know. I mean, maybe it'd be more of a third down guy. I don't know, man, because you know, you have Hasler playing at a high level right now. You have TJ playing at a high level. So it's like, where do he really fit? I'm not sure. I mean, we, we, I mean that for me, I can't wait to see where he fits. I'm saying how much time he does get in the game, but I know it's going to be impactful when he does get in the game. Well, I mean, it's like, you know, what you and I talked about last year, you know, with the Malik Reed trade. Um, it's, it's, it's sort of a similar situation. And how, and how, and how, and how did that go? Hey, Malik Reed is not Marcus Golden. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I, how did I, that I, go? I, I will say that I would – I would compare because uh, Marcus Golden had a little bit of a down year as far as sacks wise, but he was still disrupting the quarterback, um, even though the sack numbers weren't there. I mean, you could look back at how disruptive the Steelers would have been through that whole year if Melvin Ingram didn't say, "Oh, you know what? I sh- I want to be a starter now." After six weeks into the season instead of because you know how the Steelers are they love those rotational linebackers you want TJ as fresh as possible in that uh fourth uh fourth quarter and now with drafting uh Nick Herbig and then the signing of Marcus Golden you potentially Marcus Golden we know is going to be solid Nick Herbig is going to be the question mark he's got a motor he should he should be great and uh, fulfill that potential that we think he all has. And if you have that, then you have a constant rotation of guys who can just disrupt the quarterback, get after the quarterback, and get back to, you know, that Steeler football. That's a hundred percent, man. Okay, I, I don't, I don't, I don't disagree with you when it comes to that. You know what I'm saying? But I do just disagree when it comes to just thinking about guys. When you say that, oh man, all of a sudden. Uh, Melvin Ingram will say he wants to be a starter. Well, Melvin Ingram's always been a star kind of star player. 
So when you come yeah. into those type of roles, sometimes it's hard to be just a guy. You know what I mean? When you're a competitor, you've always been a great at what you've done. I mean, over the years, I mean, he's been a great competitor. I mean, when he was with the Chiefs, wasn't he with the Chiefs, correct, before, right? And, I mean, no, was the Chiefs? No, we traded him to the Chiefs. He was with the Chargers We traded him to the Chiefs. Before. He was with the Chargers before. before. That's what yeah. it was, the Chargers before. And he, he's disruptive, bro. I mean, I mean, people fear him on the edge, man. I mean, and coming to the Steelers, and he became just a role player, a guy that just uh, – uh, TJ needs a break. Hey, come on, get a get a couple plays in and go back to the bench. I mean, come on, man. Brad stuff kind of gets old at some point. When do yeah. you want to? When they, you need guys that want to be a list players. You know what I'm saying? And then some guys are comfortable just being backup, and he's not a guy like that. So my personal my personal opinion, looking at Marcus Golden coming in, he gonna want a lot of minutes, man. He gonna want to continue to to get back where he used to be. Because I'm looking at a little bit of his stats last year. He only had two and a half sacks last year. That's not like Marcus Gold. He had 47 career sacks. Okay, that's pretty good. But, last, I mean, looking at last year, I mean, <laughs> he didn't really do anything. I mean, he had zero sacks, zero sacks, zero sacks. He didn't get literally one sack until the end of the year last year, 12-18, against the Broncos. You know what I'm saying? So he not really causing havoc like he used to. So my yeah. thing is, the Steelers is a perfect place where he can cause havoc again and get back to where he wants to be at, you know what I'm saying, which is a star player, a guy that's literally feared on the edge. But it's going to be hard when you have guys like Hyde Smith that's playing at a high level. Of course, TJ Herbig that's coming in now. It's going to be a guy that's a substitute just like TJ. So it's going to be kind of a clutter, you know what I mean? It's going to be kind of crazy to see how this unfolds for him. But he obviously yeah. wanted them because they traded for him. I mean, they went to go get him, so. Yeah, and to, to your point where you talked about his uh, off numbers, and then if, if you look at it, pass rush-wise for Arizona last year, I mean, all they really had was J.J. and Marcus Golden. Right. So, I mean, Marcus Golden was one of your focal points that those off – like like you can speak – like you guys game plan right, for 100%. certain pass rushes. So he was probably number two on that list as far as game planning wise. So now you're going to bump him down where Alex Highsmith had 14 and a half sacks. We know who TJ Watt is. And then you throw Marcus Golden into the mix and how Tomlin and uh, Terrell Austin like to, you know, throw those exotic defenses at you right, and right, have right. like those, those three pass rushers that are linebackers on the field or right. like last year it was uh, three safeties at a uh, one time on the field. You know, there's, I'm excited to see it. I'm like yeah. Marcus, like you said, Marcus Golden has 47 and a half career sacks. That's what yeah. he actually has 47. Not 47. just a half. He doesn't have a half <laughs> yet. He's getting there. He has 47. Let's pop up breaks here. He has 47. So, yeah. And I mean, I'm I'm pretty like I, I want to say three of the last four years he's been double digit a double digit sack guy. I think three you got the, the stats up in front of you. Past, they said the past three to four years, three out of four years. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's look at it. 2022. Sacks. Let's see. He had two and a half. Uh, Twenty-one. He had eleven. Mm-hmm. Twenty. He had three. And twenty. Okay. He had okay. one point five. And then you get to twenty nineteen. That's where he had ten. So you have ten. Okay. One and a half. Three. Eleven. Two and a half. So the past four okay. years, when so he had one double-digit sack season. Oh, hold on. You said 10. You said, Oh, I guess out of the last – That's uh, five. That makes five yeah, years because yeah, 2019 yeah. makes five years. Yeah. So, I mean, once again, sacks doesn't mean he's not playing well. Yeah. And, and, and that's not – I don't want people to get that point confused, okay, because I don't want people to think, oh, because sacks, oh, that means he's a star. No. I mean, sometimes it's about 
making the right decisions on the field, being the right guy, being a great team player, and, and I'm saying opening up opportunities for other people to make plays. So when you're yeah. a guy like him, you don't create double teams. You don't create a lot of attention, which opens up a lot of opportunities for your backers to run through or combination box, all that type of stuff to get guys freed up to make plays. And also get sacks. So once again, I'm not knocking him for not having a lot of sacks and all, all his numbers of sacks being inconsistent over the years. I mean, he's been a great player, and I'm never gonna take that from him. But me knowing Marcus Golden and knowing how well he's been playing over these years, like it's about time that he crank it back up. He crank it back up and find himself and being a dominant pass rusher again, especially in a, in a system like Pittsburgh where they go get the quarterback a lot. I mean, they yeah. come to get him every play. So. I, it's time to hunt now, Golden. And, and, and another, uh, and another one that uh, another aspect of his game that he's really good at that the Steelers weren't necessarily great at the last few years is the run, the um, run defense, and that is one of Golden's um, strengths. You know, yeah. I think I can't, I can't remember the stat that I saw. Um, today but it was he was top 10 in like the run block uh run rate or whatever as far as that where he's able to shed the block and get the tackle yeah um i don't know the exact name of that stat but he was in the top 10 i think he was number eight or number nine or something like that so i mean that speaks volumes to his game so if he's not getting there in the pass uh in the pass rush somebody somebody's going to i mean there's dogs all over that defense right now i mean it's a lot it's, it's a lot yeah, it's it's exciting to see. Um, I'm excited to see what happens. You know, we wanted Bud Dupree earlier in the season. We got Marcus Golden because Bud went. He wanted the the one year deal, not the two year deal. Went with the ATL, his hometown. Um, so you know, it's uh, I, I'm excited to see it. You know. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree, and. There's another interesting person that I think could be a good fit for the Steelers as well. What if what if, what if the Steelers went out and made it like a savvy veteran move and went to go get Jadavion Clowney? A guy like that. Like, I, don't I, I, that. I, I like that. I would love that move, I, man. When I think of Marcus Gold, I think of Clowney, a disruptor, you know what I mean? And a, a guy that's a physical player, plays with great hands, great leverage, and you know what I'm saying, knows how to shed blocks in, in a run game. And I just think that Jadavion Clowney still got something to tank left, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, and I think, man, like, I mean, I don't know. I think he's a free agent right now, Clowney. Is still a, I think Clowney's still a free agent right now. I, 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 I like Clowney right now. I think, I think that, I mean, down the, down the line, if he's not signed by, I don't know, first five weeks, which I doubt he won't be signed. I doubt, I doubt someone will get him by then. But he's a guy that, man, if things ain't shaping right by – Marcus Golden or those type of guys. I mean, I like Clowney. I'm like, I mean, I know he came from the Browns, but he came from everybody at this point. I mean, I like him. I think he's a guy we can use. Yeah, I mean, that that was something that I've thought about over the last few weeks, seeing his name out there. I mean, he's yeah. a former number one overall pick, you know. 100%. He wasn't – He, I mean, he didn't really – I'll be honest, he was, he was non-existent against the Steelers. I mean, the same as Miles Garrett, though, because, you know, Dan Moore is his father, and now Dan Moore is our – probably going to be our backup left tackle so that speaks to miles garrett's game um, <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah I mean, you know he played for I the mean, clowns uh out there in cleveland um but yeah i mean I, I'm, I'm looking at his stats as well too like he hasn't been that's this, that disruptive he haven't had no. any season with double digit sacks and clowny yet still because it's still 
labeled as one of the best pass rushers in the game. You know what I'm saying? One of the most physical players in the game and on the edge. You know what I'm saying? And he has no seasons, and he's been the seasons from since 14 up to 22, and he has no double-digit sack seasons. But yeah, that, does, that doesn't mean he's a bad player. And it's he, he definitely hasn't lived up to the number one overall pick height. You think that? Um, you think he didn't? Oh. Nah, I I don't think so at all. So when you say that, what, what makes what what is the number one overall pick standard? So if you're a number one overall pick and your main your main game is pass rush and disrupting the offense, you should be at what TJ Watt is. And TJ Watt was the thirtieth overall pick. My question is, the, my think, question I is, think in the same draft. My question is, how many people are like TJ? TJ, one of a kind. But exactly. But, you know, if you're a number one pick, you're supposed to be that guy. Well, I mean. You're supposed to be. Technically, yeah, you what you are. What you expect out of a number one pick is what TJ Watt is producing. But my point is, it, it goes more into just athletic ability, playing style. It goes into all it goes into a lot of different things. It's just that, Caleb. It goes into yeah. skin schematics. What what do they want out of you? Yeah. They might just want him as a decoy just to open up lanes for other guys. We don't know. I yeah. don't know. But he has been very productive over the years when you watch his games. They're everybody's game planning for him. So obviously he's a player to watch every week when he's on the field. And yes, it's like I say once again his sack numbers doesn't amount up to the, the Von Millers used to have freaking 18 sack seasons and all that type of stuff, but he doesn't have that. But he's still considered one of the best players. When at, when he first came out, man, he was serious. I mean, it was, he's hard to block. He was hard to block. I mean, yeah. his head was huge. Like, he has a big head when you – oh, my gosh. I'm talking about CT at his finest. <laughs> CT at his finest. Yeah, it's crazy. AD. Shout out to AB. We, uh, I, 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 got something, I, got, I got something about AB coming up soon, too. But, yeah. <laughs> man, Javon County is a guy, man, it's a, that I'm literally, in my mind, I think will be a great fit for the Steelers, man. Yeah, and, like, uh, sadly now, you know, with the signing of Marcus Golden and then drafting of Nick Herbig in the fourth round, I, I that's probably a dead dream. You know, yep. knock on wood, there's no injuries or anything like that if he were to be available um, down the line. I know he's been vocal about wanting to go back to the Texans, which I could see that. But in Clowney's defense, he has been with two piss-poor franchises in the Houston Texans and the, the, Cleveland, the Cleveland Clowns. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, you know, it's <laughs> – you know, it, it is what it is. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. For sure. But while we are talking about A.B. and CTE, A.B. is suiting it back up again this weekend. I, man, I'm excited, I man. I know Stiller fans going to be tuned in waiting to see this, man. I mean, we, we can't wait. I know all the stuff that comes out by AB, boom, 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 rah, rah, rah. And then he can't knock the man's game, man. This week, man, he's suiting up for it. Not just a team, but his own team. How is he that? To, so here's a little backstory. Like, I had – I messaged, I reached out to AB sometime last year about coming on to my uh, old podcast. Um and this man responded. He was like, yeah, 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 I'll come on. What's what, what's that bread like? I was like, uh, I'm in the military. What, what you talking about? What, 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 how much you want? <laughs> I, like, I, was, I, was, I was thinking like five, you know, 5K. I gave him the benefit of the doubt. This man came at me with 15K. 15,000. Wow. Yeah, the video would get views, but 15,000. Wow. <laughs> 
<laughs> such an mean, A-beer. Yeah, right? It's, 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 it's crazy, and you know it's just funny that he has to own the team that he's going to suit up for now. Do I think an NFL team, if he showed interest in coming back into the league, would probably sign him? Yeah, because, I mean, obviously, you know, you saw what he did with New England, what he did with uh, Tampa Bay. I mean, he won a Super Bowl. He's a Super Bowl champion. You know, good for him. It should have been for the, with the Steelers. Granted, you know, back then, you know, all we had on defense was um, Cam Hayward, and that was just due to – well, we didn't just have Cam Hayward. Vince Williams was a dog. We had no secondary. We had Ryan Shazier. Obviously, that um, – his injury ruined uh, – a Super Bowl chance for us, but we're glad and happy to see Ryan back on his feet, doing great things for the community, and uh, just just everywhere. Man, but I yeah, see. AB is in contact with Cam Newton, trying to get Cam Newton to join the Arena League. Man, that's, how- that's the only. Place, that's the only place Cam Newton's going to play. But I don't think Cam Newton is that bad, no, though, man. Play. But why? He's not who he, he's not who he was. But well, who is who they was when they thirty some years old now? No one who I, they was yeah. when they was younger. I mean, I guess for his his play style isn't isn't fit at you know how however old he is 33, 32. But what is his play style? Read option throw. I mean that's Lamar style. That's Josh Allen style. That's uh, Kenny Pickett style now. That I mean, every option is everyone that has a mobile quarterback style now. He was doing I get it then. That, but, okay, I get that, but but all those players you just listed, uh, listed they they have an arm. They have some sort of accuracy. Cam okay. Newton was with. Cam Newton, Cam Newton got beat. Granted, we lost Mac Jones last year due to uh, you know our our backup quarterback now. Um, but that's and and a, a former Steelers corner named Akilah Witherspoon getting mossed at the end of the first half. But this dude lost out to Mac Jones, a dog, a dog, a dog. He's pretty good. I mean, come on now. <laughs> he wants some big games from the stretch. Like, come on, come on. <laughs> I, I, I refuse. I, I refuse to. I refuse to say that. I refuse. Like, with, I'll get. I'll give him this. Alabama has had. I get. Well, okay, Bryce Young was number one overall pick this year. They had Tua and Mac. Mac's the third best on that list. Okay, but I mean, once again, like when we talked to Bo, Alabama have a long list of guys every year of guys that get drafted. So think yeah, about how yeah. competitive this thing has been. Yeah, AJ McCurran, that was a dog. I mean, he's in the XFL now, but he's a dog. Like they yeah. had dudes oh, over the years. I, you know, I I forgot a name on uh on there. Jalen Hurts is an Alabama quarterback. I know he finished his school out at Oklahoma, but I mean. So, all those guys coming out of bounds, they some dogs, man. I yeah. mean, you got to give it to them. They're some dogs. Cam Newton had his work cut out for him. Uh, it's uh, – it's Road tie was too strong that day, man. War, War Eagle just couldn't, couldn't get, it, get, it, get it done for uh, Cam Newton that day, man. It's all good. <laughs> but Cam Newton, Cam Newton is a dog too, man. I think that he's had to have the right system around him. And he, I think I think a lot of things too, like why I heard like a little bit why Cam Newton didn't last in New England too, is his character not being – not. 
not him having occurred to issues, but him just having occurred to where it's about me. That yeah. about me thing doesn't never was never going to work in New England under under Belichick where he's preaching team first. Which and is I'm saying, which is weird because you know when he was in Carolina, you know in his MVP like seasons, I never got the it was only about me. He seemed like he was a team guy. Yeah, but what what what? How can I put this? Social media have a way of putting things in the viewers' eyes that they see things in a way that they want you to to make these speculations about a person. Yeah, and I feel like with Cam, they always show Cam dancing and hopping, screaming, "Yeah, yeah!" All and, like, and it looks like the team is doing one thing and he's doing the other. Yeah, and as a, as an audience or as a fan or whoever, it makes like, why is he dancing when everybody's stretching? Why is he eating candy on the side, talking to trainers while everybody is literally locked into a play? So people start to build these speculations that Cam is all about Cam. You know what I mean? It's not about the team. And I think Cam is a hell of a team player. DJ Moore played for him. I mean, he he, he literally loves his teammates. But those Steve, speculations. Steve Smith. Steve Smith he should be a Hall of Fame receiver. Hopefully he is one day. I, like, I know he played for the Ravens, but Steve Smith was a dog. And Steve Smith vouches for Cam Newton uh, left and right. You know, it's it's. I mean, it's proven, bro. He can play in this league right now, bro. He can yeah. play in this league. What well, do you have things to tighten up? Yes, yeah, because the league has progressed since he's been playing. But my thing is, he's not to the point. He's not the worst quarterback in the league if you bring him in. Here. I'm being real. Like, he could be a great backup for somebody. You tell me this guy is not backup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you you said it right there. That's that's where he needs to put because I'm pretty sure. Sh- no, he did. Li- he actually made a list of like five teams he'd be a backup quarterback. For. Because you, like so, I said, you just said you just said here, Caleb. That oh, that guy never played another snap here in the league. But you tell me this guy's not good enough to play as a backup nowhere. Oh, I'm not. I'm not cutting that one, Caleb. I'm not getting. That's not flying because this guy's better than some of these backups we see. I mean, yeah. no. I mean, he would give Mitch Trubisky a run for his money. I mean, come on now. Like, I mean, I mean, Mitch ain't that bad either, but. <laughs> no, 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 like, and actually, you know what? Shout shout out to Mitch because, you know, he just got that extension and, you know, there was a lot of rumors going around that he wasn't going to be happy being the backup quarterback. But, you know, those are just rumors. And we heard it straight from the man at um, OTA is that he loves being a part of the Steelers organization, him and Kenny are just, you know, best best friends at this point. And, you know, I'll give credit to Mitch. That's that's a lot to take in when you're signed right. to a fran- franchise before they draft a quarterback, and then you sign going in the impression, hey, I'm the guy. We draft, you know, now the guy in Kenny Pickett. Um, you know, it's like, you know, shout out to him. That's, that's awesome on him. I think he is – if not the best backup in the league, he's top three backup in the league, in my opinion, and he's a great uh, A plus person, you know. Uh, pretty solid player, man. Maybe personally, pretty yeah. solid player, man. Oh man, A B, man, A B, back to the Steelers, man. I, I really want to know when people watch this episode, man, to see what their thoughts about A B potentially coming back to Pittsburgh, man. I mean. I think the boy's a baller, man. I think, I think, I think. Yes, he still has things that he's working on upon himself, but man, he—you can't take it away from AB, man. The kid, the dude loves Pittsburgh, man. Everything he talks about, and yeah, the best coach was Mike Tomlin. Best quarterback was Ben. Everything reverts to Pittsburgh when he played with Brady, when he played with 
damn, he played with Brady both spots, Bucks and uh in New England. So he played yep. with him in two different systems. And I and he still the answer always remain as Ben. Yeah. So my thing is, man, he loves Pittsburgh. It, it, it might be some mental issues. He might be saying that out of spite just to say it just for, just for popularity reasons. I don't know. But the point is he loves Pittsburgh in my eyes. Man, get that guy a shot again, man. I'm a big AB fan. Get him a shot again. I mean, uh, <laughs> put that on. Put it on. Yeah, and it's, uh, I mean, look at the receiver room right now. How many people other than Deontay Johnson and Calvin Austin are over six foot? The entire room. Because Gunnar Ocheski is not going to be on the team. Anthony Miller, I, he sh- he's he's a dog. But, man, like half that receiver room six five now. And I, I know Kenny, Kenny Pickett just said on uh, Ben Roethlisberger's po- podcast, footballing, that the one receiver he wished he could throw to was Antonio Brown. So I mean, there, there there's possibilities there. There there's possibilities. It's definitely possibilities there, man. I mean, any any, any quarterback in their right mind is great possibilities for man. So it it is it, it, it's, it's something that I'm looking forward to if it ever happens. But hey, we shall see. I mean, never know, man. We will see, but we won't think we guaranteed to see this Sunday. He lacing up for Albany Empire. <laughs> I'm tuned in, baby. A B, baby. Yeah. He ain't gonna. He ain't. He ain't gonna last the first drive. He's gonna do what he did with uh, against the Jets in Tampa. He's gonna just take everything off and. He's, he's going to sell the team in that process somehow. <laughs> oh, man. The good thing about that, if he's saying peace, the only thing first he's saying peace to is his own self because he's the owner. So who are you, who, who are you, who are you sending the deuces to? You, to yourself? So then that would really be some type of jaw-dropping thing. Like, is something really going up there? you literally saying F your own ownership, which is you. Man, it would be crazy. And, and again, shout out AB. You know, you finally, you finally paid your guys. You finally paid them. Um, bravo. Um, I know you're begging for that money because you wanted 15k just to come, come onto our podcast. You know, uh, we, <laughs> we 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 ain't got that. Uh, uh, D might, but I I, I sure don't. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I, I am a military military veteran. And uh, yeah, we, we we don't get we don't get paid like that. So uh, sorry, AB. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still gonna hit you up in the DMs. I'm be like, for I'm sure, <laughs> for sure, for sure. But man, we are looking forward to next week, man. Next week, Caleb, man, break the news of who we have on our show next week, man. Next week we have former Steelers tight end Wesley Saunders coming on the episode. Super excited. Uh, Yes, yes, we're we're super excited to have him. Um, he was a really, uh, in my opinion, great Steelers tight end. Um, it didn't pan out for him um, in Pittsburgh, and he went on to Indianapolis afterwards. But uh, we're excited to have him. I mean, he was a part of that crucial point um, in the Steelers franchise when AB and all those people we're, we've talked about today have come around. Um, and it'll just be nice to get that um, former players aspect along with the, you know, we've had Trey on the on the podcast as well. For sure. Um, we, we love getting that insight on uh, the former Steelers days and 
you know, maybe he'll give us some insight on that dog, Darnell Washington. Oh, oh. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, man, I appreciate everybody rocking with us, man. This episode, man, was fun, man. Chopping up with my guys always, man. And uh, it's here we go still. It's every day, man. And um, next week, man, we can't wait to chop it up with our favorite tight end, man, that's joining us on the show next week, man. Once again, man, I'm D. Gray. And it's my guy. Caleb, it's, it's, the goat. it's the goat. It's it's the goat. It's the goat. And I want y'all to know, make sure I know D was about to say this. Make sure y'all go follow the new Instagram page, baby. We're on the same page here. In the same it's page. At three point underscore underscore. underscore. Don't forget it. Don't forget it. Don't forget it. You can't miss the beautiful profile picture that my guy just worked on. You can't oh, for miss sure, it. For sure. You, you know, Definitely. they're like, we're going to have all our shorts, all our reels. We're going we're gonna to be posting so much content on there for you guys. We're trying to build and build and build and build what we have here. Man, um, keep those views going, man. Let's go, boys. Yes. Keep it going, man. Keep it going, man. And eventually, better start having some fun things thrown at y'all, man. The more we get interactions, the more fun this thing gonna become, man. We're gonna start doing more interactive, hands-on, physical things now, man. As far as raffles, as far as winning things, and all types of things. Uh, yeah, man. I got more stuff, but we'll break it down. I'm gonna break it down to y'all down the line. So yeah. once again, man, appreciate y'all. And uh, Caleb, man, we out. Yeah. Peace. Peace.